the audio description, we've got awful music. That's bad enough that I can't even hear myself. It's so dreadful. It's so fucking loud. Turn it down. Uh, and a table that seems to be on fire. Wine glass, bottle of wine. Can anyone hear me? Of course no one can hear me. In this podcast, no one can hear you scream. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen. A conversation between two quite brilliant minds. 21. A table set like a restaurant with a half-drunk bottle of wine, that'll be the third of the day. Um, Knives and forks, dreadful music still continuing, and a car for water and an ashtray. And nothing else. The music's now got louder again, so I'm going to have to start shouting. I've just had a I've just had a text from somebody saying happy birthday. Hope you're having a lovely day. It's not my birthday. Oh, and he's got Darren is sitting down with a suit on. Oh, thank God for that. That music was dreadful. I know. Sorry, I did ask them to turn it down a little bit. Hi. So you're in a restaurant. Oh, you look nice. Yeah, I've dressed up for you because it was a special occasion. Apparently, it's my birthday. Really? Yeah. I've just had a text saying, happy birthday. Hope you're having a lovely day. Wow. There we are. You really have. That's interesting. Yeah, it's from one of your friends as well. Right. Mm. It's not an ashtray, by the way, Philistine. Are you just going to sit and eat again? No. I just wanted to have a little hors d'oeuvre. That was all. So you're in a restaurant eating pickles. No, it was they're, they're olives with um, garlic in. Mm. Homemade, very lovely. It's nice of you to be on time. Yeah, it was actually early, as usual. Mm-hmm. You could have made a bit of an effort. I've described everything, but the music was so bloody loud, I could hardly hear myself, let alone the listeners hearing I'm what I was saying. I'm talking about what you're wearing. Well, let's just make it clear it's a Tuesday night because uh, for various reasons, which we're not going to go into. uh, I'm sure we will. We're um, doing it at seven o'clock on a Tuesday night. So I'm, in fact, ready for bed. Wearing the jumper that my mum gave you. No. Rather than making an effort. No, this is my bedtime wear. Sure. So Stephen has a onesie on with bare ears. No, when it's not. My mum got him for Christmas a few years ago. You could have made a bit of an effort, couldn't you? I made a big effort because it's bedtime. So normally you'd be seeing me in my pyjamas, but I mm-hmm. thought I'd make an effort and put my Where the Wild Things Are bedtime suit on. Uh-huh. It's not a bear. Um, You've forgotten, haven't you? It's an anniversary. So you haven't forgotten? No. But you just felt you didn't feel the need to make an effort. Well, I was just, well, because it's seven o'clock. Right. So we don't make an effort anymore in the evenings. 
past seven o'clock is uh, winding down, going to bedtime. Right. So it's a really important anniversary. And I, I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room, don't we? What's that, Darren? Well, one of us in this relationship has, has gone made to, an effort, has made an effort, has gone to a whole lot of effort to make this very important, special moment in our relationship, this special anniversary uh, has gone to a real effort with loads of love and loads of care. The other has just been picking a fight all yeah. week so, and, and trying to destroy and sabotage our relationship. So the effort is you've already opened a bottle of wine because that would have been on the go most of the day anyway. <clears throat> Instead of swigging it straight out of the bottle, you've poured some of it into a glass. You've quickly shoved some knife and forks on the table and filled a carafe of wine in a glass and lit a candle, which must have taken you all of about five minutes. Yeah, I mean, this is where this is where we're at, though, isn't it? This is what I mean. It's like this is the elephant in the room that we need to talk to. So I've gone to all of this effort to express love and care and my adoration for you. And you go to pick a fight, you you cuss, you traumatise. And then not only that, you start to criticise the effort that I've made, presuming and assuming I haven't made more effort. Well, you put a tie on. Oh, oh, there's an orange with a candle in it and it's got 21 written on it. Am I right? You are right. And it's 21 because either that's the age you think you are, you've got the wrong date because it's the 23rd, it's 21 years since we did our first podcast, or... It's the 21st episode. Are any of those right? Do you know what? I'm not sure. This is tough. It's really tough. I mean, I got, I even, like I say, I think there's a couple of elephants in the room. It's quite a tight space, to be honest. There's so many elephants in this room. I mean, I even bought you a beautiful present and you, you, not only were you not grateful, you you threw it back in my face. I, I I'm 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 a little lost. I'm a bit in pain, to be honest. The sad thing is that I wasn't able to throw it back in your face because we were still in lockdown and in our own houses. Oh. Oops, sorry, I'm trying to do something. Yeah, clearly you are. That's important. You're doing tip tap, tip tap, tip yeah, tap. Well, it's Why important. would you do that? There's because... been letters of complaint. You read them out. Because if you just calm down. No, I can't calm down. I'm at the end of my tether. My heart's broken. I've done all of this preparation. And all you've done is pick a fight for the past few days. I've gone to all of this effort. I dry cleaned my suit. I've worn my best tie. You've turned you've... up in your onesie. Yeah, because it's bedtime. It's heartbreaking. This is heartbreaking. And, and just when I think you can't heart my break any further, but you start tippy-tapping. I think you're distracting from your own shame and your own terrible behaviour because you're you're now really embarrassed because you know that you barely remembered it was our anniversary. And it's like, and I've made all of this effort and now you're like cringing because yet again, you've messed up. You've, you've broken hearts. You've destroyed, your toxicity is pouring into us and it's destroying us. So which anniversary is it? 21 episodes. Obviously, it's our 21st. And the fact that you can't even, you're not even holding that just breaks me even further. Just when I can't get any lower, you, you push me lower. So it's 21 episodes. But you didn't even know it was the 20th last time we did one. 
So now you're trying to do equalization. No, no, no. Last time I was, I said it was the 20th and I got shouted down and we can go back and listen to it for the listeners that don't remember that. No, no, I'm just saying now you're trying to do equalization. That is not the realms of a healthy relationship. You can just admit you forgot it was our anniversary. I've made all of the effort. Not only that, you've behaved atrociously this week. It's been outrageous the way you've behaved gunning for a fight, push, push, poke, poke, scratch, scratch, niggle, niggle, when all I've been doing during the time you've been poking and pushing for a fight is loving and caring for you and creating art and beauty and youth at you. And yet it's all been rejected. I'm, I'm done. I've spoken to my mum about it and everything. You've spoken to your mum. What did she say? She said I should leave you. <laughs> did she? <laughs> for, who, for who's good? Mine, hers or yours? Well, I've had a very difficult week. Thank you for asking. You see, if you really cared, you would ask me how my week's been. If I really cared, I'd do something special for our anniversary. If you really cared, you would have made an effort. You would have sent me a present in the post. I'd sent you a lovely... I've sent you... The last present I sent you has been denied as being from me. And the present before that got put in the re-gifting pile and thrown across the room. So it's very difficult to find presents. But obviously you find it very easy to buy presents because I got four. No, that no. I only sent you one. I got four presents. Well, well done you. I only sent you one. I sent you. What did I send you, which you threw back in my face, metaphorically? Are we going to share this with the listeners now? Yes. Okay. The size of the box is eighty centimeters. That's nearly a meter by fifty centimeters by ten centimeters. It was so big the delivery man could barely get it through the front door and we could barely get it up the stairs. And I nearly got sent back because we hadn't actually ordered anything. No, because it's a present. It weighs 4.05 kilograms. And on the side of it, it said, which is why it's remained unopened, folding walking frame reference WA009 quantity one. That's the sexy cast model. So I bought you a, a walking set. frame. No, no, you did buy me a walking frame. You bought me a folding walking frame. Yeah. So that it wouldn't, because I know that your flat is so dirty and cluttered that you don't have room for stuff. So I thought I'd buy you a folding sexy cast so that actually when you weren't using it, you could keep it out of the way. And were you grateful for our anniversary present? No, you weren't. I'm, I cannot tell you how upset I am. The box is so big, I actually can't get into a room without moving it. And every time I look at it, I have to think of you. And I look at it every time I walk in the hallway, which is probably about 50 times a day. So about 50 times a day, I have to look at you, basically, in the form of a very large 80 by 50 by 10 box. But what's difficult about this is that you're saying this as if it's a complaint. I don't understand. If I wanted a walking frame, I'd buy myself a walking frame. If I needed a walking frame, what should we talk about? What's want and what's need? Shall we? Now, are we talking about the fact that you think I want one or you think I need one? You can't stand up on flat surfaces. You need one. I thought I'd get you one as an expression of my love and care for you. Um, do you know what? Esther Perel, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> for listeners who don't know who Esther Perel is, she's a relationship therapist. Yeah. And who, does actually... a, who does a podcast. Yeah. Now, I know we don't normally do this segment quite so early on. However, yeah. it, it's very prescient to what we're talking about at the moment. So just bear with me, please, caller. 
Hi, Darren and Stefan. Jessie here. Just wanted to say huge congratulations to you both on reaching your 21st. What a milestone. Now, if I was to share my favourite nothing to see here moment so far, I mean, there have been so many, but to choose one, it would be Stefan inviting a silent goat to an audio podcast. Wow, way to go, Stefan. That tops any tip. And on to mine for this week, which is to listen to a very different podcast, Esther Perel, Where Should We Begin? It's like sitting in the same room as you listen to real couples having counselling. And there are mighty four brilliant seasons. Great listening for the two of you together, possibly. I think she's on point there. So it's part of your art that I also got a text saying happy birthday. Or is that a complete coincidence? Why would my art say happy birthday to you? Because A, it's your friend and not mine. And B, it just sounds like they've misunderstood the joke that you want to But I don't know whether it is or whether you... Because it literally came in five, four minutes before this podcast started recording. Then I say, uh, it's not my birthday. And then the reply is, heart really? Mm. Must have misunderstood that one then. You see, judging by the fact that you're not smiling, it means you. it's just a, this is all part of the joke, isn't it? I have no idea what you're talking about. You and I just, we don't even understand each other anymore. It's like, do we even speak the same language anymore? Anyway, do you want to know about my week? Well, it's all about you. So yeah, let's hear it. And it's two weeks, by the way. Stop fucking tipping tapping. me around this week because we were supposed to be doing the podcast uh i was supposed to be doing it last friday put me under huge pressure and stress last week and then he can't he postponed it and then he postponed it again um and now we're doing it tomorrow and that that gives me about 24 hours to get it edited to get it to him because it's got to go out on sunday now he was away for the weekend because he's doing his um supposedly up north doing some project thing and um he was going to go oh, that was it we were going to do the podcast on friday and he was going away thursday coming back on friday and i said well you you'd be too tired to do it on friday no 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 be fine so of course then you know i get a phone call saying do you trust me you know what sort of a conversation starter is that do you trust me well of course i trust him but then he doesn't bloody well tell me what i'm supposed to be trusting him about so he said we can't i can't do the podcast on uh today whenever it was he rang me we have to do it on tuesday cause so we might come back to that a bit later okay so uh that was that happened you felt the need to share that uh yeah unfortunately my other podcast seems to be coming turning into the down show which is a bit upsetting not only does you seem to spend most of my podcast every week not talking about what's going on outside the window but about you I also have a box that's 80 centimetres by, uh, was it 50 centimetres by 10 centimetres, delivered from you in my house. Um, this anniversary date's not going very well, is it? Come on. So Jesse's suggesting 
that we that we listen to Esther because clearly we've got some relationship difficulties because one of us cares and loves for the other. Uh, the other and is one you. of us doesn't. Yeah, the other is you. Are we going to hear Esther Perel? No, but I tell you who we could hear from. You'll never guess who it is. It's only Lisa the goat. <laughs> Give me a second. Do you know what we should do, which might enliven the podcast a bit more, is we should have Lisa on the football section. Uh, I think you just totally ignored everything that Lisa just said. <laughs> I'm no, not, she, she, I'm she'd not, been it. I'm not comfortable with with that in any way whatsoever. It's not okay. You just Lisa was there giving us giving us all of her love yet again. Can you see how difficult it is for you to receive love? So there's me giving you my love, you throw it back in my face. There's me making an effort for the podcast for our anniversary. You throw it back in my face. Lisa rocks up. Nobody's paying her. She's turning it in as a favor. And you just, you dismiss her and ignore her. Now, admittedly, she was silent and bringing a silent goat to a podcast, bit of an ass mistake. So uh, obviously I didn't make that. So here is the real version. That was a cheap joke. Thank you, Lisa. That was that was very beautiful. And Jesse, actually, we didn't say thank you to Jesse for a very beautiful message about our anniversary, which you forgot and have poo-pooed ever since. But thank you, Jesse, and thank you, Lisa. So we had a silent Lisa and then we had a sound Lisa. Which one am I supposed to have heard? Well, the sound Lisa. Well, the first one was the silent goat and it was silent. And the second one was Lisa. Who is now not a silent goat. Oh, Lisa is a goat. Yeah, the silent goat. No, Lisa just spoke to you. Did you not hear her? Yeah, but before Lisa was silent. Yeah, it was a joke. I was pretending to be you, so I brought a silent goat to podcast, whereas actually what I did was I asked Lisa to speak. So Lisa spoke. Oh, you, you did ask Lisa something as opposed to just arranging a massive delivery to turn up on their doorstep without asking them anything or telling them anything. Yeah, but Lisa doesn't have like a postal address because she's a goat, so I couldn't send her anything. And also, she doesn't have much use for a sexy cash trolley. I wouldn't send Lisa a, a sexy cash trolley. I think you're being absurd. That was the first time we both had Tuesday evening. So I thought, innocently and logically, and I'm standing by that, to both those words, that he must have got caught up in his so-called project and not been able to get back from Gateshead or wherever he was. Um, and he was obviously going to be up there for the weekend. I then sent him some light-hearted email on Saturday or Sunday, and I got an email straight back, instantly back, which made me suspicious. And then the next thing, I'm getting... Um, oh, then, then I get the Do You Trust Me phone call. Do you trust me? Finished? You know that 
that's now twice you've misreported what I said and asked you for. So at least with my podcast, I'm relying on myself to get the job done properly and it gets done properly. Sure. Yet again, you're poo-pooing the love and care that I'm bringing your way. Because I find when you rely on other people to do a podcast with things go wrong. Sure. And yet again, I'm just reminding you, my mum's told me to leave you. Um, I'm not quite sure what happened, but Lisa left us a beautiful message. You poo-pooed it and ignored it. Mainly because poo I, I was confused because I didn't get the joke first time. It wasn't a joke. Lisa, the silent, you said it was a, you were making the joke of bringing the silent Lisa, which wasn't the real Lisa. It was the joke, false, artificial Lisa, silent. Okay. So I invited Lisa back. But what I managed to organise, because I do things professionally and properly, unlike you, I organised for Lisa to speak, to make some noise, to do some goating. So Lisa's turned up with audio today. She's done some speaking. She's done some bleating. She's done some goating. She left us a beautiful message. You poo-pooed it. You ignored it. Basically, because you're so Muswell Hill, you don't speak any other languages, uh, let alone goat. Do you want me to translate what Lisa was saying? Yes. I know it was about three days ago, but Lisa said this. Darren and Sterling. Congratulations on managing to bleat for an aggrazing 21 episodes. My favourite episode? Easy. It was definitely the one where Darren was naked. In fact, Darren, not long now till we can actually have our first date in the wool flesh. Be warned, though, this old nanny can't wait to get all Ibex on you. To get my Ibex on you? No, I can't wait to get all Ibex on you. You're the worst listener in the world. All Ibex on you. What does that mean? This old nanny can't wait to get all Ibex on you. Let's run a competition and see which of our listeners can work out the words in that sentence that are in the order of what they were written in. Uh, but let's see if anyone other than you can make sense of what it is that Lisa's trying to communicate. What she also said was that she's got us a present. What have you got? The square thing. What is it? It's the Little Goat Soap Company Sandalwood Patchouli and Lime hand Handmade goat's milk soap can you say that again like you cared that you got a present a little goat soap shop company sandalwood which i hate uh, patchouli which i hate even more and lime which i like very much handmade goat's milk soap yeah we both got one of those from lisa as a congratulations All right. on the 21st and there seems to be a message Darren, to help you get really clean after we've got really dirty st sterling to help you get clean, love Lisa. Can you read that with care and love? Darren, to help you get really clean after we've got really dirty sterling to help you get clean, love Lisa. Yeah, I'm not sure why you put a stutter in there because she didn't write a stutter. Because it's Sterling. I keep thinking it's Stephen and it says Sterling. <laughs> I think she might have got your name wrong. I think Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but how cool is so, that? We've both got some goat soap. That's amazing. So if it wasn't Sandalwood and Patchouli, I'd actually quite like that. Lisa, I'm really sorry. I'm embarrassed for my co-host and my partner of 21 episodes. There's no class, there's no decorum, there's no etiquette, there's no politeness, there's no boundaries. 
I mean, he can't even stand up on flat surfaces. Um, let alone remember anything. I'm sorry, Lisa. I'm very appreciative. And I'm looking forward to our first date. And I'm looking forward to you getting all uh, Ibex on me. So you can say that till the cows come home. I don't get the joke. And then you don't get the joke. That's why I repeated it. Interestingly, A, that went through the uh, letterbox. And B, I actually could get through the front door with that uh, between me and the outside world. I just want to make it quite clear to the listeners that this is not a joke. He actually did send me a, a folding walking frame. Uh, and the joke was spoiled because they'd stuck label, they'd stuck four labels on it, all of which said for folding walking frame. So the idea was I was going to open it and uh, probably get very angry uh, when I opened it and found it was a folding walking frame. So it's probably better for the whole podcast that actually, and our friendship, toxic as it may be, that they did stick those labels on. And it is from uh, this healthcare. Can you stop doing advertising? We're not sponsored by them. Well, you, they might, they'll probably be sponsoring us by the end of this podcast. Talking of sponsors, give me a second. <sighs> Darren Ants. Stefan, Deborah Von McFitty here from Deborah Von McFitty State School in Geisley. Just wanted to say a big well done on being 21 and to say thank you too for your super support. Darren, my students and I are all so very excited for your upcoming masterclasses. I know I, for one, am so looking forward to being classily mastered by you. And as for you, Stefan, my little wrinkled cutie, please remember that your free place is still on offer for a little technical refreshment. Totally compass mentis. All you need to bring is your youthfully aged self. Oh, and of course, don't forget that wonderful sexy gas trolley of yours to ensure that you keep steady and upright on our northern treacherous hills. As due to pandemic cutbacks, we haven't actually renewed our liability for this year. <laughs> Doodle pit for now. Love, Deborah. Von McFitty Stage School, the North's other great angel. Did Deborah McVitty not send us a present? No, Deborah didn't. No, she left us a fucking voicemail. Mm. No, she didn't. I think her present was her beautiful message. She, her present is the fact that you are offered a free place on her technical course. What more do you want? So good, still looking so pleased with yourself. I'm not. I am deeply disturbed by your lack of gratitude. So these people have taken the effort to call in. Where have they taken the effort to? You're so in the wrong that you feel the need to exert your white male Muswell Hill privilege <laughs> and pretend that somehow you are an educator. The, all of these people, what's happening in this episode today is people are turning up and goats trying to give you a bit of love and you are so messy you can't accept the love. Instead, what you do is you bitch and you gripe and you rebel and you poke and you scratch and you 
pitch for a fight. You're breaking this relationship. All of these people trying to love you and you just rejecting it. From him. So basically, he had come back from Gateshead. Well, I'm putting two and two together, making five. He had come back from Gateshead on Friday. He postponed the bloody podcast because it, that's his art. And um, I'm quite wound up about that, actually, as you can probably tell. I've told him he's not to do a big mega art podcast thing because I just literally have not got time to do it. I literally do not have time to do it. Um, and then I've got some other garble message today. I just I wasn't even listening to it properly. Saying he's taking a break and can we do? I don't know. He gave some dates. I'll have to look at my diary for one minute. Next in podcast recording. I mean, it's just I don't know. If he says the word art once more, it's just completely delusional. Anyway, do you know what happened about? 20 minutes after I finished that. You lost the will to live? Yeah, because there was a knock at the door and a delivery man turned up with a great big box. And I'm not joking. I believe you. So have you done anything interesting this week? It's been a very stressful couple of weeks, Stephen Thompson. Isn't it funny that I have a difficult couple of weeks and your couple of weeks is more difficult than mine? It's not funny. It's life. Also, I live in the real world. You peacock between your house in Muswell Hill and Planet Organic Hollywood. Okay, I'm going to move on now and I'm going to press my own button and I'm going to play my own sex fact. Just give me a second. Hey guys, it's the Sex Factor here. Just wanted to say congratulations to you both for making it to 21, which of course in the UK until as recently as 1994 would mean that you're both still just only barely legal. So my favourite moment from your 21s? Well, obviously I loved the sex episode, but that aside, I can't help but heartily endorse Darren for introducing Stephen to the joys of anal beads and for introducing him to the even more heightened joys of the sexicus trolley. Keep going on, boys. And here's a sex fact to help you both keep it up. Sex fact, sex fact, here's a sex fact. In Bahrain, you can't have sex until you're 21. I'm still waiting for Esther because I got really excited that we had Esther Perel on the podcast. About time we had someone decent and she doesn't seem to have appeared. You know what? My mum's right. Because you're bitchy and you're nasty. You're, you're so fragile and scared and so resistant to love that you're just attacking everybody. The sex factor got you a present. He got us a present. He got us matching presents. I'm not going to open it because I know what's in it. It's going to be anal beads. What makes you think the sex factor would be as obvious as to get you anal beads? (laughs) Should we analyse that sentence with the focus on the word obvious? 
can you open your present? I've opened mine already. Is it the one with anal beads in it? So then what makes you think you've got anal beads? Because I know who I'm working with. Is there a message with the bright pink plastic anal beads that you've sent me? It's, it's, in, the, it's in the envelope. Analyse that, boys. Congrats again, the sex factor. Lucky I brought that bin liner with me because that's where it's going. How's, how's the anniversary going for you? This, I have to say, as podcasts go, this is definitely one of the best. In what sense? Every sense. Can't you just see how much I'm enjoying it written on my face? Yeah, like you've got a grumpy face, your arms are folded, you're wearing a onesie. Um... And, I've, and I've got some pink anal beads. You've got some pink anal beads and some goat soap. Yeah, to lubricate them, presumably. Yeah. And your sex cast trolling. Which is going back. I think you just need to own your age. Don't resist it. Why would you fight it? It's all welcome, Stephen. Whatever it is, it's all welcome. Apart from most of you, it's all welcome. I don't mind what you bring, apart from most of it. It's all welcome. I'm just feeling traumatised, to be quite honest. Really? Traumatised by what? Uh, where shall I start? Oh, you. What have I done now, other than love you? Did those ALBs cost more than your suit? Right, Darren, what's next? Stephen, what's next? Why don't you contribute something to this relationship? What have you brought to the party? And not one of your other non-usable little clips from your own podcast. We talked about this. Hello, dears. This is Mrs Plover from Summerlee Primary. Yes, that's, I'm in charge of the reading there. They have me in often for, to help with the reading. I'm very popular with the reading. Um, now, listen, my grandson has put me on to your podcast. Broadcast, surely, broadcast. Now, I have to say, I'm finding it rather hard to follow. Seems to be a lot of mincing and trauma. Yes, I, I think trauma is perhaps not the right word. Uncle Bertie had his leg off in the war. Traumatic injury. That was a real trauma. Not sure about trauma on your podcast, though. Not quite sure where the, where the blood and the gore is, dears. I wondered if I could help. Could I send you in a list of vocabulary? To, just to raise, just to raise, you know, just to raise things a little. What do you think? I could send in a list of vocabulary. Would that help? Would that help? You know, some uh, Summerlee, Summerlee Primary uh, in Dover. Very troubled place, Dover, at the moment. But we won't go into that. Mincing, you know, one doesn't mince about. One one goes to the butchers for mince. And you have to be careful where you go. I hope, I hope you know what a good cut of meat looks like, dears. You, you don't want to have, you don't want to get the wrong sort, you know. No, 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 it must be nice and pink and tender. Um, I was thinking maybe I could send a little tin of words to each of you. And, and, and you know, you could sort of practice them with me what, what, before you do your broadcast what, what do you think you know and, and then maybe you know then maybe we might know what's going on I, I couldn't quite understand what she was saying because she was like using words but they were in an order like I think if you're north of the river and you go to a certain part of north London or like other home county places probably like if like, you find like Dover Listen, post people move all over the place. It's not about where they're based, is it? You can leave Muswell Hill. You can take the boy out of Muswell Hill. 
but you can't take the maid with him. No, you can take the maid with him. That doesn't work. You can take the boy out of Muswell Hill, but you can't take the boy out of the maid. That's the oppression. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't. I wasn't listening. But um, so basically, you should be pleased that we've got someone who's actually bothering to take an interest in this podcast. See, Mrs. Plover goes in to a very poor school full of deprived children who've got a very difficult start to life. And she speaks properly in order to lift them up out of their social condition, out of their social class, so they can uh, get on in the world and not go into the world speaking like you. Do you know what? I Can you book me some lessons? She's She said she'll send you a box of a tin of vocab. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Let's let's set it up. Your teachers obviously let everyone down very badly. And and obviously it wrecked your sister's life because she won't even speak to me because of the shame of her accent. No, that's your prejudice in episode two, as well you know. No, no, that your sister said to me. She's too ashamed to speak to me. Yeah, because of your prejudice in episode two. We're going around in circles here. <laughs> what prejudice in episode two? Basically, this is in the last episode. You slagged everybody off that wasn't from up north despite the fact that you suppress and oppress your own northern accent. Oh, so I didn't slug off Deborah McVitie because she's from up north. No, because you you know you, you're, you've got cleverer than that because we've done this 21 times and you know that if you'd picked up on a northern accent, you would have had a really hard time from me and all of the other people in the world that aren't prejudiced and don't have isms like what you do. See, like what you do is going to upset Mrs Plover. Sure. <laughs> anyway, I seem to have another... Another what? Present, which must be from, probably not from Arnold Holy. I know who that's from because it's another matching present. Football with Dennis TV. Oh, what a big man. How's it going, by the way? I just heard you just done 21. That's fucking brilliant. 21 matches without defeat. I just wanted to say that's brilliant. I tell you the first time I heard about it, it was a shy idea, but, you know, who knows? And you're still working with that wee twat as well. I don't know how you're doing it, mate. I really don't. Anyway, 21. Fantastic. Now fucking retire. Uh, we got another present because people love us, despite the fact that you are unlovable. So can I open it? Please do something right. So finally, we have a decent present, which is a chocolate lollipop uh, with a message that says, 21, sweet, sweet, light chocolate, now both fucking retire. So that's actually quite a nice present. It's a little chocolate uh, lollipop with a football player smiling with the red top on kicking football. Nice. So that's one nice present. So if we're going to grade these out of ten, yeah, that that would be nine. You got nine for the so, footballer. Yeah, because I like that one. Okay. The soap would have been an eight or nine, but for the fact it's Sunderwood and Chile, so it's going to get a five. Lisa, I'm really sorry. Uh, the Anal beads. Oh, I'm even going to play that game. I mean, they're just ungradable. Anal beads are ungradable. And the um, sex cast trolley is somewhere in the minus numbers. Right. That's a bit harsh. Now. Darren and Etienne, 
Brenda dear, um, and on behalf of me and all the Cockington team here at uh, Beds of Devon, I just wanted to say uh, uh, c- congratulations and uh, you know thanks, thanks too for keeping us company late at night in our beautifully comfy Beds of Devon, and. Uh, uh, of, of course, for, for, for helping us to get to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh uh, no, 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 that sound right. no, uh, you know, uh, no, I, I, I didn't mean to say, I, I, I mean, you don't, you don't help us sleep for, for the, the, the wrong reasons or, or bad reasons. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> no, not, not, not saying your program is, is, is rubbish or boring or, uh, sleep inducing or, uh, no, 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 what I meant to say was, uh, um, yeah, what well, it was, <laughs> like a joke wordplay thing about you know um uh, you know not because um this is someone gone wrong um uh, uh dave dave how, how, how do you delete a message that you've already re- recorded i don't know um uh, oh uh t- sorry please, please ignore this message as i think i may have dialed the wrong number so that was brendan finally hearing his voice have we got any more any more what a little it, that wasn't even a birthday message. I don't know what that was, but it wasn't a What's birthday, a birthday message? message. It just was it? went a bit wrong. Yeah. Uh, have we got any more messages from anyone? Yeah, we're very loved. I wouldn't want your art to go to waste. No, well, it's not my art, is it? This is people that are loving us. Mm-hmm. You. Dearest Darren and Simon, it's um, Maria Macarena here. Wow, 21. Congratulations to you both. Um, My favourite nothing to see here moment so far. Well, there's been so many, it's really difficult. But, well, I'd have to say that it was... Darren arriving naked for the podcast, the sex podcast episode, total comedy genius and and wow, what a body. I mean, I know it's a, an audio podcast, but even so. Um, and as for Simon's resulting meltdown, ooh, what was that about? Or was it an indulgent gloat or a genuine promote? <laughs> anyway, big congratulations to Darren and uh, of course, Simon too. <laughs> okay, if I was going to grade them. <laughs> I'm going to grade them. That's the ten. <laughs> Should we do the promote? Genuine promote or indulgent gloat? Right. Heads. Genuine promote. Why don't you do it for once? Well, I think. Well, t- today is a. The anniversary of lockdown. That's not a, that's neither a promote or a gloat. Well, it's a promote if without lockdown we wouldn't be sitting here doing this. We're 21. Thanks to the pandemic, we are 21. But I think we've been through everyone now, haven't we? Please don't let there be any more. We've got some tweets. Arnold Holy tweeted. Twerked. What? Twerked. Nice, thanks. Uh, Arnold Holy twerked. 21. Johnson's, Hancock's, Patel's at Owl. Continued grotesque crime-like pretense at being any sort of human. Powers in insignificance. Drug tie. Oral toxicity. Please stop now. I'm not quite sure what that means. No, neither am I. 
drug tie, oral toxicity, please stop now. Drug tie, oral toxicity, please stop now. Drug tie, oral toxicity, please. Ah! <laughs> Hashtag oral toxicity, please stop now. Thank you for that, Arnold Holy. Drug tie, what's that got to do with hashtag? Oh, very funny. See, I got that one quite quickly. Yeah, thanks, Arnold. <laughs> not, not, no thanks to the Ibex. No thanks to the Ibex. Have you got the Ibex yet? No. Only thing I can think of is I, eyes. don't know, no idea. Ibex, she's getting all Ibex. Listeners are going to twerk be, it. They'll be all over it, the listeners. Be all over it, like a cheap rash. Nicholas Hevener. Uh, says, um, you really are the 21's new Posh and Bex. Long may the rain continue. I've really enjoyed this today. Have you? Honestly, out of one to ten, how much have you enjoyed it? Two. Two. That's quite a lot for you, isn't it? That's one, why the fuck did I turn up to ten? This is the best thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. I'm saying two is quite a lot for you. It is a lot. It's like you almost had an experience of being alive. Yeah, you're making progress. So obviously, the sessions are working. We might get to three in the next 21 episodes. You've just been nice to me. You've wound me up so much over the past three weeks. It's difficult, isn't it? Having somebody that's celebrated a 21st anniversary, which you've done dick all for. It's not an anniversary. It's the 21st edition. What about the 25th? Are you going to do a silver one? No. I'm never, do you know what? I'm never going to emotionally invest in anything that we do together ever again because clearly you don't care. Right. When's the sex cast trolley going back? If you want to, here's what you should do set, take the trolley out of the box, set it up, use the trolley to get to the shop, pack the trolley back in the box, sit, make sure you take some brown tape, seal the box, give it to the man, and he can send the trolley back. And you can quash our love in in all of those moves. Thanks. This has been the, one of the best anniversaries I've ever had in my life. I feel so close to you right now. You know what? One, one, one. It's the new drilling helpline. <laughs> you want to drill? You don't know what to do. You've got, you're having a problem drilling. You need to attend to your drill. Your drill is a bit rusty. Your drill is a bit floppy. Your drill is not quite penetrating in the way that it should be. One, one, one. I haven't started punishing you yet, you know. I'm going to ask that again, and maybe you can respond with some... Yes, I'd love you to... Yes. You, you know... I'm just sick of this because you did three years training. I've done no training. I get told I'm the worst actor in the world. I get told I've destroyed your theatre company. And then you still complain about my intonation when I say the word yes. Listen, let me do the podcast. You just you just be quiet. It's It always works so much better. This podcast always works so much better when you don't say anything that's in your head. So with that epic episode, we draw to a close our second series. But fear not, we will be returning in the very near future. 
So please make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast on any of the usual listening platforms and you'll be informed as soon as we appear again. And in the meantime, if you would like to send us any feedback, you can do so at the address ntshfeedback at mrbertblogs.co.uk. You can find details of how to subscribe and that feedback address again on our website. Thank you all very much for listening. That's a nice suit. If that ever makes it anywhere near a podcast, you and I will never speak ever again. (laughs) If ever, of everything that's ever been said. Can you not sigh at the fucking art? My sigh is part of the art. Well, it was worth the wait. Oh, fuck off.